previously on Roll Gay Roleplay. Jet's immediately a straight play drag. Strength contestant, right? And she's gonna flex. I don't need to be strong. I'm a ventriloquist. What the fuck? Then why did she accept the arm wrestling contest? <laughs> so maybe this ventriloquist is more of a threat than we thought. Which is why we should take this little effigy out to the town square and light it on fire. It's drenched in alcohol. Yes, Tara! Chucking my drink in the statue's face. Hey, uh, Banny, do you want to perhaps give a rousing speech and light this thing on fire on stage? Get out some aggression. Think of this statue. Think of what pains you in your life. Uh, go ahead and throw your torch. Be free of all of your pain. <laughs> I, too, have given up something. And he throws the halo into the effigy. (gasps) What? Welcome to Roll Gay Roleplay, a real gay, real play D&D podcast. I'm the lipstick stain on your husband's collar, Chris the DM. Okay, I'm here for the... Uh, my name's Katie, and I play Jet, and I don't wear lipstick. Uh, hi, my name is Brandon, and I play Tara. And now that all the gyms are starting to open up, my excuses for not going are reducing. Oh, shit, I, I felt that bitch. <laughs> God damn. Uh, hi, I'm Tisha. I play Benny. Yay. And hi, I'm Jonathan. And I play Eve. And while Chris is the lipstick stain on your husband's collar, I'm the cum stain in his anus. Oh, man. <laughs> so your man getting around. <laughs> can, can I be the rope burn on your wife's wrist? Yeah. I don't know. What, oh. like, what? <laughs> Who's joking here? I'm not a fucking top. JK. So. <laughs> Hair flip. Uh, hashtag hair flip. Um, so the question today is, uh, you know, it's Olympic season, but like not really because of uh, COVID-19. So if, uh, you know, our characters, we all have like things we excel in. What Olympic sport do you think your character would be in? Chris, um, since you aren't really, you don't really have a character. Wait, no. What about your character from the from the Patreon? He has a million characters, all those NPCs. <gasps> Chris. Ooh. I mean, I can pick one, yeah. Okay, I was going to assign you Loxiv. Loxiv I can do, for sure. Okay. Uh, okay, yeah. So, actually, you know what? Let's start with Chris. Chris, who, what, what Olympic sport would Loxiv be in? Loxiv would be... Crack your voice again. <laughs> <laughs> it was hot. <laughs> was it? You're welcome. Call me daddy. Uh, what would Loxif do? Loxif is a wizard. He's not strong. He's not super fast. He's smart. Is there a smart Olympics? Mm, Chess. There's golf and fencing. Fencing. Yeah, there we go. Loxif would be a fencer. He's literally a wizard. (laughs) What about a ping pong champion? No, that's Benny. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) Well, I guess Tish is next then. Yeah. <laughs> Benny's a ping pong champion. That's actually yeah. pretty right on. Yeah. She's super um, agile. She's the, the Forrest Gump of ping pong. Doesn't Canada hold the gold medal for ping pong right now? I would be so surprised if they did. Give me a second. That is so surprising because every time I play ping pong, it's like, it's really intense. And like when the point is scored... It's like you have to, like, yell and, like, trash talk somebody (laughs) when you score a point. Like, it's, like, the law. And I feel like that fits Benny really well because she's super nice, like, the whole time. And then, boom, she'll, like... Let you have it. Snap. Like, so, it just seems out of character for Canadians. Yeah, everything that I'm looking at is, like, it's either China... Uh, North Korea or Japan. All right, never mind. Just never mind. Canada did wing sun stuff, but we do tend to do better in the Winter Olympics than the Summer Olympics. Mm-hmm. So weird. Who would have thought? 
<laughs> Come on, Frozen Wasteland. It's all practice. It's <laughs> 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 true, though. Um, is it on snow? We got it. <laughs> Do you want to fling yourself up into the air? <laughs> Potentially land on ice? <laughs> um, so for Eve... Like, I was going to do rhythmic gymnastics, because that's Eve, you know. But then again... Shut mm. the fuck up. That's... <laughs> um, but I also was just like, with with reason, with recent um, <laughs> things that have happened in Eve's life, I feel that that's too graceful. And so I went with beach volleyball. <laughs> oh my god, that's like one... <laughs> Okay, that and water polo are my two favorite sports to watch during the Yes. I love beach volleyball. Oh. But, like, I chose beach volleyball because Eve is six foot six and, like, a muscle giant. So, like, I would be, like, it's the perfect, it's the perfect way to, like, get aggression out, like, spiking a ball in someone's face, yelling, screaming, running, like, but, yeah, the chaos is real. So that's, yeah, Eve is volleyball. Damn, I was thinking some sort of, like, martial art. No. See, I was thinking like a uh, pommel horse <laughs> or balance bars. Sorry, like uh, sorry, the uneven bars. I, I thought martial arts is more like ta- ta- taekwondo, but I don't think that Eve likes. Like Eve doesn't like being touched. Yeah, Eve doesn't seem like the type to enjoy violence. No. <laughs> also, you can't keep the kneecaps of the person you beat. <laughs> no, it's just no, because like I think Eve would not think of taekwondo or like mixed martial arts as a sport. He would take it personally and then go on a fucking rampage. I have a really important question. Would Eve wear men uniforms for volleyball or like those little high waisted like booty shorts? Oh, you shorts already know the high waisted booty shorts. You already know. <laughs> yeah. uh, the high waisted booty shorts. Like, if I can do like six inch heels in the sand, I will. You know? Um, uh. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Eve is, Eve is about that life. What about you, uh, Brandon? Uh, well, at first I was going to say, so I'm definitely not on the Olympic website right now looking at what all the sports are because I know them all by heart. <laughs> True American. Um, <clears throat> do you guys know that skateboarding is an Olympic event? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. yes, Tara on a skateboard. No, absolutely not. <laughs> and the, and uh, the kitten I heels. I almost trampoline. In the kitten heels. But that's, yeah, right? Would no. she be a horseback rider? No, they're gross. We've so. Oh, that's right. Horses are gross. You're right. Right. Ponies are, are gross. If we established in that quiz. Yes, I figured that's what Tara would say. <laughs> that's pretty accurate. Tara likes looking good, and she likes winning. So she would probably pick diving, so that she could have her little swimsuit moment, walk down the runway, and then cast featherfall on herself and do whatever the fuck she wants on yeah. the way down. Yes. I'm living. A feather fall diving. That would be awesome. <laughs> She's not afraid to cheat. Also, she will wear heels in the pool. <laughs> like, you're not adventuring, so you can wear, like, a Louis Vuitton. I love it. Red bottoms all day. You just gotta scotch guard them first. <laughs> you're literally, like, putting holes in the diving board as you walk. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tisha, oh, what about... Yes. Oh, wait, no, we said Tisha. Who are... Katie. Katie. It's me. Yes. Uh, so I think Jet would probably do something like really physical. So deadlift. That mm. or I'm thinking like rowing or one of those like judo oh, or like, something, right? Because like women's rowing, wrestling. Women's judo. wrestling. Yeah, because like women's wrestling or like I said, like the like the rowing is a lot of like arm and shoulder stuff. So speaking of rowing, can Jet swim or does she sink like a rock? That's actually a really good question. Aren't you tall, Jet? She's really tall. She's like, okay, she's not really tall. She's like six feet. That's good for swimming. But you're also, what's your, uh, not to ask, I'm sorry, what's your weight? I think I'm close to like 300. That's not a Mm. judo class. I'm just going to let you know. Okay, well. They made a new division. It's only you and a boulder. Yes. (laughs) Or sport climbing, where you have to climb rocks, climb rock walls competitively. Didn't nice. know that was a thing. I want to do right? that now. I mm-hmm. didn't even know that. It's pretty cool. It's oh. speed ki- climbing. Okay. So we've had um, an interesting last episode. <laughs> Some curses or uh, blessings that are no longer <laughs> with certain people. 
Uh, and there is some tension in the group, I think, a little bit from what happened. Now nah, we're all friends here. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's a okay. <laughs> As Eve is like crying tears of blood. <laughs> <laughs> so where we're at right now is that there is a burning stage along with an effigy on it, but this whole stage is wood and there was a gorgeous rainbow across it. Like it was a pretty stage, but it's now um, on fire. So you guys are now back into the tavern waiting for the results. Can I like interrupt a little bit to say Benny would have snuck out at some point to go towards the burning stage um, to try and retrieve the halo? Mm. Ooh. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, just kind of snuck out, not told anybody what she was doing. I also have a spell um, called Create or Destroy Water that Benny would have used um, as the halo was going into the fire, just like around the halo to try and save it. I like that. Um, So then if the halo uh, was affected by this spell (coughs) and it goes into the fire, what would happen? So... Um, I have create water. You create up to 10 gallons of clean water within range in an open container. Alternatively, the water falls as rain in a 30-foot cube within range, extinguishing exposed flame in the area. So wherever that halo was looking to land, she would have cast it. So you're basically putting out the fire? In, In the area that the halo was going to land, yes. Okay, so you're just aiming for the halo. The rest of that just, shit can burn. Yeah, the like, rest of the stuff make, can burn. Gotcha. But, yeah. <laughs> would Edith have seen Benny? Yeah, I, uh, Benny would have stayed back. Like, she knew... I mean, that halo is super important. And just in case, you know, Eve ever finds his way again, Benny wants to have it. Just give me a stealth check to make sure nobody sees you doing that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And no, Eve Eve would not notice because Eve is Eve is Eve and Eve is wrapped up in himself. Fair enough. Um fourteen plus seven. Uh you have a uh a cooked halo. A medium well <laughs> halo. A little pink in the middle? Just a little pink. Eve, I know you weren't in the bar, but there are uh, mechanical servants making your drinks, so nothing to be afraid of sanitary-wise. Uh, even though Bubbles is in the room with you, he's not making the drinks. He's just blowing in them. Okay. His own, not yours. Just okay. his own. <laughs> She's looking for blood. Yeah, he's just like in the corner constantly blowing and wondering why he's still thirsty. Bitch, <laughs> I'm dead. So uh, as you guys are drinking away... Um, the rest of you see the same people that you saw before, a couple dozen extras. There's a lot of people in the bar now. And a half-orc walks in, grunts, <clears throat> and takes a hammer out and nails a piece of paper to the door and then walks out. These are the results. The acts that are on this piece of paper will go through to the next round. Tara's taken several drama classes before, so she's used to this kind of situation. (laughs) So what do you do in this situation as a a professional? Do you walk up right away or do you wait? You wait for the lemmings to go first and then you go see later. Uh, That's true, because you know you're on it. Yeah, you know, like, you you are not worried. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Has the the, uh, area cleared so that we can look at the list? Oh, yeah, you see some disappointed faces walking by. You see Bubbles walk up, and he's like, oh, man, I got this. What? Uh, my name's not on there. <laughs> Hello? And he's talking to a wall. Excuse me, sir. Hello? <laughs> but the area has cleared. You can walk up and see. Uh, who's walking up? I mean, whoever wants to. I am. I think Jet will stay back. Uh, Benny would. Jet stays back. Everyone else walks up. Yeah, I think Tara would be super excited. I I mean, what would we even be listed under? That's a good point. Did anyone give their names? I know Tara did at the gate, but on stage? Didn't Benny introduce herself when she was doing the effigy? I think you're right. 
Okay, well, here's what um, I have written down. So you guys, you can, uh, Tara, Eve, and Benny can walk up and see Bob there, and Bob goes, oh, yeah, on the list. Bob. Bob. <laughs> uh, you can see Bob's name along with other names. Uh, Clive, tap dancer. Emma, ventriloquist. Ugh. Daisy, cabaret. Stevens, acrobatics. Naughton, horny poetry. <laughs> Naughton and his mirror crew And Benny with her burning effigy So between the mirror crew And the burning effigy you It's safe to say that you all have made it through To the next round Yes <laughs> Okay I decided to write this down After you had already started Bob what, what did he do? Contortionist And what was the name after Bob? Clive and he was a tap dancer Okay You think you're so cool with your notes <laughs> Why are you writing it down? Katie's got us. Katie's got uh, us. I can't, I can't read Katie's notes. <laughs> True. Um, Stevens, what did they do? Acrobatics? Uh, acrobatics. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. That's it, right? Acrobatics. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. And you know Daisy and Emma. Well, you know yeah. Emma. And Daisy. And, and didn't Emma say that if I won the arm wrestling match and she got into the... <laughs> Mayor's office, I would also be allowed. <laughs> yes, but you already also won, too. I mean, okay, fine. Emma can come. I, I would love for you to take her out, but it would ruin my story, so you can't. Okay, valid. Thank you. There is a guard waiting outside for you. Did you guys need one last drink before you go? Yes. Benny orders a round of buckets for everyone who lost. There's always next That's year, guys. Sweet. Keep your heads up. Especially on the mayor's dime. That's very nice mm-hmm. of you. <laughs> yep. yep. You're welcome. Yeah, just gonna throw back another cider and then get ready to go. Perfect. All right, so you guys make your way outside after slamming your drinks, and there's an orc guard waiting for you along with Bob, Bob. Naughton, Emma, along with the frenemies and the seven small men with seven different colored hats and seven different colored beards. The uh, guard walks you behind the stage, which is still embering, uh, smoldering a little bit, and takes you to the front gate of the house. You walk downhill a little bit. The gate is about two or three stories tall, and he says, Walk through front door. You will be greeted and explain the rules. And he walks away. As you two walk downhill... This pathway turns from a stage mayor's front yard to a beautiful garden. Plants of all colors. There is a pool with steam coming out of it and rose petals laid in it. A fountain sits in the center. Chairs along all of it. it this, is, this looks like the most relaxing place you could go to. Except you're not relaxing. You're in a competition. So you have to keep walking. With the halo being damaged, is Tara's hair still windblown or does that go away? Uh, so the halo, the halo is the, um, the halo is the symbol of our religion, but we have enough believers in the church of Yonsei that like, I feel like destroying the halo wouldn't destroy the religion itself. Wait, time out. I'm so sorry. Wait, time out. No. Destroying the halo would destroy the religion. <laughs> Wait, the exact opposite. It, no, it, yeah, because I just thought about it, because Agador was literally looking for the halo to destroy the religion. All right, Eve, go ahead and give me a perception check then. Oh, shit. Perception, uh, let's see how wrapped up Eve is in himself. <laughs> I just want to see if you notice anything about Terra. Uh, 13. Uh, I rolled a 17. Okay. As you're walking up the steps to the front door, you can see uh, Tara's hair move a little bit, but you didn't feel any wind. At least you don't think you did. Uh, and so Eve um, looks over at Tara and says, um, oh, Eve has a new voice now, too. Um <laughs> Well, well, it seems that someone has gone behind my back and taken this halo. And he looks at Tara. Tara, was it you? 
well, I it wasn't really behind your back. You left. I don't. I didn't take anything. I didn't even take this hair. I, I forget it's happening half the time. So then, um, Eve like stops and like turns around and looks at everyone and says, "Who has the halo?" Benny goes, Eve, I have the halo. Um, we are, are not destroyers of a religion. We are not Maic. That's who, that's who we're fighting in the first place. That's the whole reason why we're where we are. I, I'm not going to destroy a religion um, based off of your change of heart. I love you, but you're going down the wrong path, and I won't, I won't stand by... Uh, while we help the enemies. Um, so. Oh, that was a lot to say. I'm sorry, Eve. Um, I'm sorry. I love you. Okay. Um, I'm going to walk away. Hi. Um, Eve is torn. And so Eve is going to, for right now, Eve is going to drop it. Because Eve is still okay. sorting through himself, so for right now we're not going to we're not going to pursue this. But Eve feels betrayed. Okay, uh, we'll play it out inside then. So you walk in, and there is a uh, mechanical assistant that greets you. Please follow me to the parlor. You walk through the foyer into this uh, new room, which has a very long table in the center of it, uh, oblong shaped tons of chairs wrapped around it and as you enter a, a mechanical assistant uh starts to walk with you and motion you towards a chair so there's a mechanical assistant for each and every one of you in this room okay does it look like there's like we know which one is for who um you can use your intuition okay and then Tara says the wrong chair and then we have to get her ass <laughs> yeah, up right not you uh, so Eve is feeling petty. Eve is going to pick up his chair and move it away from everyone else's. <laughs> and so he like... Benny okay. whispers, okay, Petty LaBelle. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, as you move your chair and sit down, one of the mechanical assistants lifts Eve off the ground within the chair and puts Eve back in front of the table. Oh, that's how a mechanical assistant gets broken. Oh, okay. So my eyes go black. Oh, well, my eyes are already black. I just start wailing, and I attack it. <laughs> uh, yeah, you you attack it, and it seems to just not be phased by you. Goddamn. Okay. It does not care. Um. So now I'm, like, sitting down and pouting like a child and, like, mumbling under my breath. Fucking stupid-ass place. Stupid shit. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid ass. <laughs> As you're all seated or placed in your seat, uh, each mechanical assistant will place a glass with a clear, uh, bubbly liquid in front of you. And they will all say in unison, please drink. Um, perception check to check this damn drink. Yeah. Go for it. Shit, I don't trust nobody up in here. I got a one. <laughs> <laughs> Not a natural one, but I got a two minus one. You didn't even see the place. <laughs> uh, uh, you think it's water. <laughs> I got a 17. Oh, yeah. uh, Eve takes a sniff and believes that it is a healing potion. Oh. Uh, well, well, my dear friends, it seems that we have been giving a tonic to uh, revitalize our energies from the previous days. And so I chug it. I just can't with this fucking Connecticut Martha Stewart Eve that we got now. It's just so perfect. Like, if you told me that someone had, like, a literally body-swapped Eve, like, the evil shadow version, just... It's like the voice I do to make You're fun of version people. You're actually your own people. evil twin. Ooh. Suddenly, Julia. Sarah <laughs> um, takes this moment to lean into Benny and say... Hey, I know you have the, the halo. I do have a spell called Manding. I'm not sure how damaged it is exactly, but I do like my hair being windblown. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely visit that uh, if you want to. And uh, Benny hands the halo to, to, to Tara. Can I do a perception, check, a perception check to see if I see that happen? 
Oh, of course. Because let me tell you that if I see that halo, I'm shooting it on site. Oh. On site, sis. Um, so do, does Benny roll sleight of oh. hand against it or no? Uh, sleight of hand, please. Okay. My, well, shit, I think your sleight of hand is like 20,000. I mean, it would be sleight of hand, right? That would make sense. Um, my sleight of hand is plus 7, and I rolled a 13, so 20. I rolled a 13 plus 4, 17. Uh, Eve does not see it then. Okay, so um, Eve uh, is still chugging the healing potion. Uh, does everyone else take the healing potion? Yeah, Jet threw it back. She's in a habit of drinking tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, so everybody who drank the potion, please reset your hit points and spell slots. This is a full rest. You guys are nice. good to go now. Beautiful. Um, and I just spilled my beer. Give me one second, guys. Sorry. What in the gay hell? We don't waste alcohol in this house. Oh, God. It's all over my hands. <laughs> oh. Um, Jonathan, do you want to, like, maybe flesh out just like five seconds worth of Benny and Eve's history of when Benny knew Eve when he was Yeah, Eve. so you're a redacted This is redacted information yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> Are we ready? I'm ready. Uh, give me two seconds. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, no problem. So, you know that I like uh, we I switched uh, my feet from Grappler because that's the only thing available on D and D Beyond with yes. alert. So I'm just trying to double check whether I get plus nine initiative or plus fourteen. Initiative. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So, like, for initiative, the alert function, like the the alert feat, essentially means that you get a plus five to initiative because you can't be surprised. Hmm. Um. Mm. And I have seen people being like, "Yeah, it's it's really inconvenient to like never be surprised. Maybe the attacker just gets disadvantage. So, if you want to homebrew it that way, if it ruins things in the story, uh, I I made teleportation a thing in my world. And that's inconvenient. <laughs> well, the verbiage <laughs> is that you can't be surprised while you're conscious. Yeah, so, you're like, conscious. if you're asleep, yeah. we can still get. Okay. I No, I, I will work with whatever you guys want to do with your characters. Like, have fun. Like, play whatever you want to play. I will play within those rules as much as I can. Okay. So, I think with the plus five, my initiative goes from plus nine to plus and 14. It... So... I'm just going to be going first a lot. <laughs> nice. <laughs> no spells. Nothing. I, I can't even roll. Okay. Yeah, it's great. Perfect. <laughs> awesome. Um, all right. Now that you've finished your uh, tonics, the mechanical assistants will take the glasses from you and lean down and shh. There's a moment of silence. Then the double doors swing open and a man in a tuxedo and a top hat walks in with his overly chiseled face. Like you can tell there's been a lot of work done, but like all the magic work done on his face, (laughs) like it no longer looks human. It looks human like, but all the angles. Oh, he's like Joan Rivers. Amanda Lepore. (gasps) Amanda Lepore. Oh, yes. If you were to combine all those and then add some like Lisa Renna cheeks and lips. Yes. That's about where we're at. Yes. So um, a man pops in, full tuxedo, tails, bow tie, everything, top hat. He's ready. And he, uh, and he says, welcome to my manor. I'm Mayor Buddy. Thank you for joining us. Congratulations on being the top teams. And he applauds, and all of the mechanical beings applaud with him. Is it like... A monotonous clap, like they all clap together at the same time. Yeah, it, it, it is completely mm-hmm. like the same Metronome. beat for all of them. <laughs> yes. They are clearly mechanical. This is like a, a it's a small world in Disney World. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the, uh, the mayor, Mayor Booty, says, Before we begin, I have one thing you must sign. And all the mechanical beings put a piece of scroll down in front of you along with a pen. 
A quill. A quill. This is a typical non-disclosure agreement. Anything that happens within this castle cannot be talked about outside of this castle with anyone but the people within this room right now. If you ever, if you ever, if you ever say anything about what happened in this castle after tonight, then all of your winnings will be retracted. Oh, shit. Like magically? In order to continue in this competition, you must sign this agreement. The winner of this competition will receive $50,000. 50... The winner of this competition will receive 50,000 gold pieces. If you want a shot at your gold pieces, please sign now. Now, what's the exact written language here? If we say anything? Uh, Yeah, so it's basically if you were to talk about the events that happened tonight. To talk about. If any one of you mentions the events that happened tonight to somebody outside of this group of 10 people, plus the mayor, plus the mechanical people. Whatever you win tonight will be taken away from you. Okay. So there's only mechanical people. That princess, uh, Amidala, is not here. What? <laughs> Correct. Princess uh, Amelia is not here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and Natan is looking for her hard. Okay. Okay. And is it magically taken away or like will someone come and hunt you down? So I have time. Magic. <laughs> I'm preparing to this break the rules. This is going to be an, an instantaneous DM decision that I'm going to take your item from you. Okay. Okay. Ooh. So no one mind Chris in three months. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't mean to hold anything over you guys. I'm just going to hold this one over you. <laughs> okay. Benny signs it. Yeah, Tara signs it, thinking she can tell somebody in writing later. Um, yeah, Eve bites his finger and then writes his name in blood. <laughs> That was uh, unnecessary. So <laughs> Careful, you're gonna summon a giant frog. <laughs> Can I do a perception check on this mayor booty? Because he doesn't sound like a humanoid. He sounds like a robot himself. Yeah, sure, okay. go ahead. He ain't right. He's messing with my spirit. He's been dead the whole time. <laughs> Alright, so for my for my perception check, we rolled a Oh, okay. What does two get me? He's human. Okay. Okay. I mean, a two should get you like he's a half-orc or like a First bugbear. Of all. But he's a human. <laughs> Here's the thing. Um, so, Benny has Lil Dilla in her backpack. I'm assuming Lil Dilla can hear everything. Absolutely, he can. Okay. They can. They can. Okay. Thank you. Perfect. All right. That's it. That's all I want to know. Okay. Yeah. Little Dilly can hear it. Cool. They're good in there. So everyone at the table is also signing their contracts, except for the seven smaller uh, half gnomes with seven different colored beards and seven different colored hats. They take their seven pieces of paper and get up from their seven chairs and combine themselves into one chair and turn into like an upside down pyramid. And then they each take turns signing on the contract. And the mayor says, what are you doing? This is an individual competition. Regardless of the teams you were in and your talent, only one person can win the prize. And the seven half gnomes say, Nah, mate. We're the seven Stevens. We work together. No, no, no. All for one and one for seven. I love it. And the last one of them signs the final letter on their uh, contract and pushes it forward. The seven mechanical assistants that were escorting each one of the Stevens looks up at the mayor and the mayor says, okay, this is unorthodox. We were supposed to have a top 16, but we can fast forward to a top 10. Please remove six chairs. And six of the mechanical beings lift up six of the chairs and move them out of the room. Suddenly, the table seems much smaller than it was when all the chairs were there, but you didn't notice the table actually changing. And the mayor says, While I would like to congratulate all of you on the amazing talents you've had, both physical, mental, or lighting my front yard on fire, a special congratulations (laughs) goes to the top act of the night. Naughton, congratulations, sir. Your poetry was breathtaking. Oh, wow. wow. And you can see uh, Emma the ventriloquist kind of 
hunker into her seat a little bit and cross her arms. And I look at her as she does that. I say, now don't be petty. Stop soaking. Oh, okay. <laughs> we shouldn't be telling her not to be petty when she literally lost an arm wrestling competition and then we lit a statue of her on fire. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm allowed to be petty. And where were you throughout that whole thing? Were you running scared because you lost? Oh, my dear girl, it, it, it's in, within your best interest to always mind your own business. Ta-ta. I mean, it seems like nine of us were in the bar and you weren't. So maybe you're not minding your business? Um, so Eve flips his hair, um, looks dead at her and says, maybe next time we'll just burn you instead. She's a ventriloquist. You don't scare her. <laughs> <laughs> The mayor goes, okay, it's time for the first round. But first, before we compete, I want to reward everybody for making it to this far. Congratulations. Here's 10 gold for everyone. And all of the mechanical assistants put 10 gold in front of you. Sweet. Now, on to the first round. Hopefully you guys know each other, because that will be important right now. This is the round where you can eliminate your biggest competition but also the easiest round we have of the evening. Monty, take it away. And one voice comes out of all 10 of the mechanical assistants, and it says, write down the name of the person you would like to eliminate from the competition. Oh, fuck. Okay, that's easy. To keep this fair, you will each DM me the name of the person you would like to eliminate from the competition. Wait, we're not going to eliminate each other, right? No, just any of these people that they listed. So the, any of the seven Stevens, there's seven separate Stevens, right? Uh, the seven Stevens are competing as one. Okay. All right. Oh, you know what I should do is I should, I, I should introduce everybody. I'm so sorry. I want all seven Stevens to have a different voice. <laughs> yes. Oh, boy. <laughs> different, <laughs> different continents. All seven. Yeah, have them all seven from different continents. What the fuck does Antarctica sound like? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's really cold here. <laughs> oh, I'm cold, Steven. <laughs> Let's do this. First, before we vote, everybody state your name and make sure you spell it so they know how to write it down. Okay. Uh, I'm Bob. It's B-O-B. I'm a contortionist. Bob, yes, he bends. And he puts his legs over his head. Bobby, as he bends. I am a contortionist. Uh, and I would like to continue in this competition because 50,000 gold pieces is a lot of Lumelnati's pizza. <laughs> and I'd like a slice. It's like a, it feeds a family of four a full For pizza. For a couple days. It does. Yeah, yeah. Bonjour, je m'appelle Daisy. I am the best cabaret dancer <laughs> in the world. Oh Merci. Je vous en prie. Do not vote for me. How hot is Daisy? On a oh, scale of what? She hot. Oh, very hot. Like 11. Okay. Oh, no. She's also a, like an exotic dancer, isn't she? Cabaret yeah, dancer. She's a, she's a cabaret Cabaret artist, yes. dancer, yeah. Oh. Does that include burlesque? Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm Emma. I'm a ventriloquist, and I'm the best ventriloquist and that statue that was burning outside was me. So I clearly should go through. I don't know if she's talented. I mean, I saw her mouth move that whole introduction. (laughs) 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 Uh, I, I am not I am a poet and I do. And he winks at you, Benny. Not, I do, need to win. And he winks again. This competition. Oh, no. (laughs) I am a poet. Wait, only at Benny? Only at Benny. They seem to have the best connection. Yeah, because Benny knows that he, he doesn't care about the money. He just wants to find Esmeralda. Amadalia. Amadala? I think it was Jasmine at one point. Amelia. It's Princess Amelia. And then you hear, 
We're the Seven Stevens. I'm Steven. I'm Steven. I'm Steven. I'm Steven. I'm Steven. I'm Steven. And I'm Steven with a V. We've all got a V. I've got a D. Damn it. And there are seven half gnomes that all have different colored beards that match their different colored hats. They're just like Jonathan. Bitch. (laughs) 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 And then you hear, I'm Clive. I'm a tap dancer. And Daisy is not good at cabaret. Femme la bouche. Fuck you. Femme la bouche. Tais-toi is shut up in French. Tais-toi. Tais-toi. Okay, yeah. but no one knows that. <laughs> now they do. Doesn't ferme la bouche mean shut your mouth? Yeah, it yeah. literally means close your mouth. And like tais-toi just means like keep it to yourself kind of thing. Like no one asks your opinion. The French language. You have Bob the contortionist. Yes, he bends. Uh, Clive, the tap dancer, Daisy, the cabaret artist, Emma, our ventriloquist, and the seven Stevens, and Naughton. Also, you all can vote for yourselves or each other. So whoever you would like to vote for, whoever has the majority of votes at the end of this round will go home, period. Period. Poo. So I don't like the secrecy of this. This is your chance to get rid of your biggest oh. competition for 50,000 gold pieces. I mean, I feel like Emma's the obvious right. choice, right? She is. Oh, I'm getting rid of Naughton because he was the top act. Right. But we helped him. Oh, but we gave yeah, him the top act. So like act. without us, and since he's now um, our enemy, or I guess our contest, like he's not going to win without our help. So I'm not worried about him. Well, hold on. He is competing for love over money. So... He has a little bit more desperation in his desire to win than I think anybody else would. Is what also, Benny would we're say. friends with him. <laughs> we we kind of have some give with him because we're all friends. I mean, he was acting pretty desperate. I mean, I feel like it is already pretty desperate to read Honey poetry in front of your dad. <laughs> like, <laughs> I still can't believe that happened. I Horny poetry is actually an Olympic sport now. <laughs> 2020 horny poetry i would watch gold that medal. are you guys sitting next to each other in this would you guys have sat down like side by side mm-hmm. yeah oh well hold on i'm sorry no eva's not sitting in anywhere near any of the any of her part idiot yeah but benny would have sat by eve and then eve would have gotten up and moved away oh okay because <laughs> eva's petty <laughs> Yeah, I think Tara would have wanted to avoid conflict and not sat next to you. <laughs> but Tara did sit next to Benny because Benny handed the halo. Yeah, that works. Yeah, Eve is still sulking. Um, so Eve stands up um, and, like, looks dead. Uh, Eve introduces himself and then looks dead at Emma and says, and it seems um, that our friends over here, this ventriloquist and i put that in like these really condescending air quotes got here uh on the coattails of another your talent is talentless and you should be voted out well i guess we know who he's voting voting for (laughs) so yeah and then i kind of i'm trying to rally everybody to just vote her ass out tara during her introduction would like to say that she's really just a parlor trick magician and like shoot some sparks in the air try and make people think she's not a threat. Okay, so I feel bad, like, voting for Emma because we 100% did kind of, like, bully her in that bar. Yeah. Um, Eve doesn't care. <laughs> Eve is voting that ass out. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, I've already sent my vote to Chris. <laughs> Benny would say, you know, guys, I don't, we can split the money equally if any of us win. If that's what you want, or give more to whoever, like, you know, if we want to kind of team up and push one person to the uh, head. I like that. It's it's whoever gets the most votes, right? They, they're they out? Yeah. 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 So, yeah, so she's saying don't vote for our team. Um, that yeah. way we have, we're, we'll be more like um, um, Derby, you know. We're more like roller derby. Uh, You hear the mayor say, please cast your votes. Okay. 
did you get mine, Christopher? Uh, I did. I got everyone's votes, and this will be kept unanimous. Unanimous. I will not say who you voted for. Anonymous? I'm going to keep it uh, classy. (laughs) I don't vote until. Okay. The votes are in, and seven people received votes. Oh. Out of ten. Only one person received more than one vote. What? Did we all vote for the same person? Hello? No. Clive. You have been eliminated from the game. <gasps> what the fuck? Wow. This was rigged. I look at them. I look at my teammates and I say, hmm, the second betrayal of today. I didn't oh. vote for Clive. I didn't. I'm sorry to see you go, Clive. I couldn't understand anything you were saying because you were so quiet, but sorry to see you go, buddy. Clive takes his 10 gold and leaves the room and is escorted out by his mechanical uh, servant. Nine remain. Congratulations. You've made it through the first round. A hundred gold for everyone. Oh, yeah. Wow. Hell yeah. Okay. Eva's living right now. <laughs> Next, I will ask for the opposite. Please vote for the person of power. Person of power? Whoever you vote for will gain immunity this round and a power during this round. Please vote wisely. Another scroll and quill is put in front of you. Please anonymously vote for the person of power. <laughs> Not everybody vote for themselves now. <laughs> Are we going to discuss this at all, guys? I've already voted. Well, my vote, my vote goes to Nathan because I honestly, I feel like he just squandered it. Yeah, I've been voted for Nathan as well. This might come down to contention. Ooh. Oh, God, it's Eve. Uh, <laughs> That's terrifying. Congratulations. Naughton, you are the person of power. Yes. Naughton, congratulations. You're the winner of this round. For that, you've received a thousand gold pieces. Jesus. Naughton takes a thousand gold pieces. Naughton. You have advanced to the final eight. Who joins you is your decision. The remaining players will each be assigned a number. Then you will roll a die to determine which three contestants will be up for elimination. Benny gives Naughton the thumbs up and a a wink. (laughs) What number, one through eight, would you all like? Hi. This is going to be random? Hi. So for me, yes, eight. All right. Eight is Eve. Six? Mine's going to be a one. Six oh. is Jet. One is Tara. Benny's not going to take a number because she's uh, friends with uh, Nott and he wouldn't consider her. Yeah, I feel like they'd be biased. I'm going to need you to take a number. <laughs> all right. Fine. I wrote all three of that motherfucker's poems. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Benny will take. Is seven taken? No, seven is not taken. Benny will take seven. Okay. So Naughton will roll three D8s. His rolls are one, five, and four. Which means that his choices are Tara, Stevens, and Emma. The choice is yours, Naughton. One person will go home. One person will have an advantage in the next round. And one person, a disadvantage in the next round. Please choose wisely. Now, and this is a very important choice. Those were some lovely poems. Did you write those all yourself? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> I'm a suicide for plagiarism. I think you may have some pull here. <laughs> Tara's about to expose him. <laughs> uh, so here's what I'm going to do to make this as even as possible. I'm going to roll a d4. <laughs> One is Tara, two is Stevens, three is Emma, four is roll again. One of you three will go home right now on my D4. I'm so mad. And Naughton says, I choose Emma to go home. I know. And she says, this is fucking bullshit. I'm the best. I'm, I'm a ventriloquist. You don't know me. I'm the 
I'm the best. And you see the mechanical guards start to take her. No, fuck you. I'm, look at my feet. And the feet start talking like humans, but you can <gasps> see her mouth moving. What the fuck? I say, uh, ta-ta. Goodbye, Emma. Goodbye. Clive and Emma have been eliminated. Eight remain. And Natan will have one more decision to make on the next episode of Roll Gay Roleplay. So excited. Nice. I'm Chris the DM. You can find me on Twitter at Chris the DM and find the podcast at rollgayroleplay.com. I'm Tisha. You can find me on Instagram. Uh, I've said it many, many times. Uh, also find the podcast on Instagram. Uh, Brandon's really kind of stepped that up and we're doing a lot more on it at rollgayroleplay on Instagram. Aww. Just, uh, okay, I. <laughs> uh, there's no rules. Yeah, I, don't know. I feel like there should be an order, but fuck it. <laughs> I branded. You can find me at BCR Conley, C O N L E Y, on Instagram. And I mostly take it. I mean, Tisha still does the Instagram, too. We, we co host, yeah. I guess. Cool. I'm done with that. <laughs> Hi, my name's Katie, and you can find me on Twitter at WorthTheTaxi, spelled exactly as it sounds. Uh, and I should be more active on there, but it's hard. And hey, I'm Jonathan, um, uh, both Light Eve and Dark Eve. And um, yeah, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Eugene underscore J90. E-U-G-E-N-E underscore J90. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.